What's up with that? What's up with that? Hello, and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am Mark. I have been watching SNL clips on YouTube all morning. What's up with that? Including that one, which is in my head. <clears throat> and tonight, just for you, well, tonight, it's two in the afternoon. This afternoon, just for you, I have yet another Mike Millard master recording this time a little something out of my wheelhouse jefferson starship may 25th 1975 um it sounds amazing i saw <laughs> i actually saw starship i was gonna say starfish starship we built this city in whatever year that song came out 85 maybe must have been I can't remember who they were with. It was a double bill with like maybe Night Ranger or Foreigner or Heart. Might have been Heart. I don't know. Joe Walsh? No. Anyway, this is not that bad. Starship was just a, a joke. Uh, Jefferson Starship was just the, the people who... Uh, recongealed after Jefferson airplane uh, came apart in the early seventies and um, Jefferson starship came together after Paul Kantner, the guy that wore the glasses in the band um, put out a solo album called blows against the empire. And I know that because that was one of the albums that my parents had when I was a little kid and I would go through all their record collection and look at the gatefolds and open them up and look at stuff that had the most interesting gatefold. Uh, very sci-fi, very, very hippy dippy. Let's hijack, let's hijack a starship, and the counterculture can leave this capitalist universe, kind of thing. But it was also an amalgam of all these Bay Area musicians. So you had um, guys from the Starship, uh, Paul Kantner, Grace Slick, who I think was married or coupled with Paul Kantner at the time, and then um, David Crosby, Graham Nash, Jerry Garcia, Mickey Hart. Uh, folks from Quicksilver Messenger Service, folks who went off to Hot Tuna. And then after a few couple, a few years of putting out things like that with various kind of permutations of solo albums in the way that Tom Petty's solo album, Full Moon Fever, still had a bunch of the heartbreakers on it kind of thing. They congealed into Jefferson Starship. And then uh, Marty Ballin rejoined in the mid-70s. And they got uh, Papa John Creech to play fiddle. And they had hits in the 70s. And they became progressively more and more pop-oriented. Which, I mean, I guess as, as you get older, you want to... Make sure you have enough money to retire because musicians, there's not like a 401k. So I don't blame anybody for going commercial. Um, but Jefferson Starship never really did it for me. I don't think I owned any of their albums other than maybe the one that I probably stole from my mom and never really listened to or tried to listen to once and was like, nope. But um, they're a good band. 
for this kind of stuff. And this is their kind of the high watermark. I don't know if it's the, you know, I don't know if it's the high watermark. Anyway, it's a good show. If you like the music is played well, if you like Jefferson Starship, you're going to love this concert because Mike Millard got in his sweet spot with his amazing Nakamichi rig and AKG mics and captured a great fucking show. It sounds like most of his recordings. Amazing. And they do the star, they do the airplane stuff. They do the starship stuff. Um, they don't know. They don't do, um, they don't do the hit, which was off the album that they're promoting. I think they were promoting Firefly, but, uh, Marty Ballin's hit off that was miracles. Remember, only you believe in miracles. So would I, that one, um, slightly, slightly more well-performed than that, but they didn't do that song at this gig. I don't know why. I don't know why, but they did a bunch of stuff. Let me read you the set list because this show will be available on heartofmarkness.com. You can download the entire concert. I'm just going to play a few songs from it. So here it is, has the intro and then ride the tiger, fast buck, Freddy, the Witcher, Devil's Den, and the bass solo, because it was the 70s, Caroline, Driving Me Crazy, Papa John's Down Home Blues, I Want to See Another World, Play on Love, Better Lying Down, Have You Seen the Saucers? The 70s, man, pre-disco 70s, holy shit. Come to Life, White Rabbit, Sweeter Than Honey, and the drum solo, remember, 70s, John's Other, Somebody to Love, Wooden Ships, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, finishing up with Volunteers. So there you go. 18 tracks and an intro for free at heartofmarkness.com. Go grab it if you want it. It's there for you. And if you're not sure if you want it yet, well, I'm going to play some songs from it for which, for which you will evaluate, with which you can evaluate. I don't know. You can see if you like it. Or not. No skin off my nose either way. Let's see. What do we got here? The very first song is going to be the very first song, Ride the Tiger, which I know. So it must have been a hit or at least it must have been on the radio in my childhood because I recognize this song. Ride the Tiger, May 25th, 1975. Did I get that date right? May 25th, 1975. The same day that Across the Pond at Earl's Court, Led Zeppelin was playing their final night at Earl's Court and their final concert in England until Nebworth 79. Jefferson Starship, Ride the Tiger, Heart of Markness.
how you come from Southern California, you are definitely ready for Best But Pretty. I had to stop it there because <clears throat> I I, ca- I cannot verify um, how many, if any of you are in fact ready for Fast Buck Freddy, and it would be irresponsible to play it without being able to know. So apologies, but I'm sorry. Safety first. But what we're going to do, first thing I'm going to do is shut off Discord and that horrible noise it makes. Ba-dum, ba-dum. And now you have a sense of... Of the sound. Not bad, right? Good guitarist. I think that's his name's Chegg Chaquico. Craig? Did I say Chegg? <laughs> Craig Chaquico. Um, great guitarist. Um, I believe Paul Kantner snatched him out of high school. It sounds creepy, but for his musical ability. And um, all right, there you go. 70s, right there with that Bay Area harmony that you could hear with the Grateful Dead when they had, um, holy shit, what's her name? Donna Godcho singing with them. There we go. This whole last week, I feel like I'm like one bulb out on my light board. I've been uh, transposing numbers, dyslexic and shit, and um, I don't know, just not at 100% this week. So apologies, but the music is good, right? Right! All right, let's play some more music. Then, friendos. This one you're going to know. It's the good old Jefferson Airplane song, White Rabbit, which at this point is uh, almost 10 years old. When did White Rabbit come out? 66? Anyway, White Rabbit, Grace Slick in excellent voice as usual. Her voice is great, man. Enjoy.
Rather perfunctory, but it's one of those things, I mean, you got to play that. If you're that band, you got to play White Rabbit. And it's funny, it sounded dated even in 1975, because it was like among the first psychedelic explosive tracks that came out. White Rabbit. Purely, 100%, unabashedly, psychedelic counterculture and not at all like those early 60s, mid-60s, kind of before a revolver came out, before Pet Sounds. Just, hey, will you be my girlfriend? It sure would be swell. And then it was like, bam, I took acid. Here we go. Shit's different. I see through the bullshit. And uh, that's one thing that's universal. Even today, if you take acid, you will you will see through the bullshit. Um, I mean, I hope you have like, 12 hours blocked off but um anywho moving along as they say we got white rabbit out of the way that was good oh the bass sounded good mike millard's recording rig especially for the time it was state-of-the-art for the time for stealth recording nakamichi player custom nakamichi battery rig Cause he didn't have like a portable player. He had like a home unit, I think with a, a brick of, of batteries and fantastic mics and fantastic placement. And he knew where in each venue, the best spots were. And he took care. He did all of this for us, maybe not directly, 
but we, we being, you know, humanity benefit for the, from this because it's another way in which this music can stay alive and reach new people. Cause there's not radio anymore in any real sense. Like we had growing up where you could hear new songs and the DJs had a say in, in what was played. And in the late sixties and early to mid seventies, that say was universal and complete. They could play, if they wanted to play a whole album side, they would do it. And then as, um, you know, the corporate radio and the corporate recording, you know, empires took over more. The DJs got less and less leeway and went from, you can play anything you want to play. You can play anything you want from this list to play. You can play anything you want from these albums to you can play anything you want from this list of 10 songs that you must play to you can play any, you know, you can play these songs in any order you want to just play these fucking songs to you're fired. We're going to have a robot do it. And we'll have one human voice to entertain the entire fucking continent, which is where we're at now. Um, which is why the internet is the shit and YouTube is the shit. And these podcasts are the shit. And even now, I mean, podcasts will be the same thing. There'll be companies and podcast networks that will hoover up the best of the up and coming indie podcasts. And it'll be okay. You can say whatever you want total freedom. And then, Hey, can you not swear so much? And Hey, why don't you stay away from politics? Hey, we don't want you talking about that. Hey, you can't make fun of that product because our parent company owns them too, too. Here's what you're going to talk about this week. It'll happen the same way. Streaming services used to be like, fuck cable. I'm going to pay, you know, seven ninety nine a month for Netflix. And now it's because everything's on Netflix and then everything broke off. And now you're going to end up paying $80 a month for six or seven different streaming services. And just like cable, it's a cycle and it's a shitty one. Mark, why are you ranting? I don't know. I think these mid seventies political beliefs are are oozing out. This counterculture energy is bombarding me from, uh, from the airwaves. Is that what's happening, Mark? No. Actually, what happened is I ate a ridiculous amount of M&Ms and I am completely wired on sugar for the moment. Isn't that bad for you, Mark? Aren't you old? Aren't you fat? Aren't you trying to lose weight? Yes, 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 I am. I've lost 30 pounds. Uh, You know, I have a cheat day a week. And uh, last night, uh, in a moment of weakness, I got some uh, I got some candy and I ate candy. Because <laughs> apparently I'm nine years old still. Anyway, that's fine. Everything's great. Another song. Yes, another song. I'm starting to ramble. Another song. What shall we play? Wooden ships on the water. Very free and easy. Wooden ships. Oh, another thing I wanted to say is Papa John Creech. You hear that fiddle in the middle of White Rabbit? 1975 must have been the year for the fiddle. Because Bob Dylan picked up Scarlet Rivera uh, when he did the Desire album. Maybe that was 76. I don't know. Close enough. And uh, yeah. And uh, Jefferson Starship picked up Papa John Creech. I think he was on Blows Against the Empire too, but I don't remember. Uh, Interesting choice to get a bluesy country fiddle player on that. But it works in the same way that adding, you know, the gypsy violin of... 
I guess gypsy is a bad word now, but I mean, that's how she describes herself. Gypsy violin of Scarlett Rivera on uh, Desire, and then the following, um, the the um, Rolling Thunder tour. Great stuff. Love it. Love her playing, and Desire, holy shit, what an album. It's kind of unfortunate Desire came out right after Blood on the Tracks, because Blood on the Tracks is amazing. But I like Desire more. Isis. I love that song, Isis. Mm. And there's an outtake from the Desire tracks called Abandoned Love. Holy mackerel, do I love that song. What's that have to do with Jefferson Starship, Mark? Fiddles. He's got fiddles on it. (laughs) It's fiddler crab season. (laughs) Shoot me, shoot me. I'm a fiddler crab. That Bugs Bunny and Donald Duck cartoon where it was wabbit season, duck season, wabbit season, duck season, Elmer season. Yeah, there we go. All right, Wooden Ships, the Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, sung by neither Crosby, Stills, nor Nash. Discuss. It's all under your elbow. Isn't it cute? Terrible seats, he said.
Well, <clears throat> that was a long song. Hope you liked it. Tell you the truth, I tuned out after like five minutes and started reading something on the internet and then waited for the song to finish and then came back. Um, not totally my cup of tea, but the guitarist is fucking great. And I mean, they're a popular band and I am here to evangelize the music. I'm totally not shitting on it. It's no different than having it. It's these tastes are subjective. So if there's something I'm not into, I will uh, endeavor to not disparage it because, I mean, I have nothing against it. Obviously, it's good. It's successful. Jefferson Starship was successful. Jefferson Airplane was successful. All these fuckers are richer than me. So I have no stones to throw just doesn't speak to my heart as much as other music does and keeping that in mind what are we going to do mark what are we going to do time for the business part of the podcast which is just me telling you you can find me anywhere and you're like but we already found you because we're listening to this you asshole i'm like hey hey slow your roll no need for that no need for that but what I will say is, I am on YouTube, Heart of Markness, Twitter, Heart of Markness, please follow me. Facebook, join the Facebook group, because uh, although I primarily just drop the tracks in there, you can communicate with me, you can communicate with other listeners and share your stuff. It's a good place. It's, it's a pretty nice little, little community of folks that are good. Uh, I am also on heartofmarkness.com. I uh, mentioned earlier, that's where you can find these podcasts, which you've already found, but you can find links to the complete show. You can download this show for free. And by this show, I mean the Jefferson Starship concert, not this podcast to which you're listening uh, at heartofmarkness.com. Most of those are available there. And if you like what I do and you like how I do it, you are uh, invited to go to patreon.com slash heart of Markness or click the giant Patreon link on my Heart of Markness website and see if there's something there that interests you. And one of the benefits you get at any level of patronage is I will, unless you tell me not to, read off your name every week, unless it's a crazy show in which I'm wasted and that way I don't read it because you don't need to be associated with those. But I'm not today. I'm just sugar high and I can feel the crash is imminent. So I'm going to wrap this up quick before I just get sad and my energy drops and nothing matters because it is Sunday. So the Sunday blues are going to hit too. Jesus Christ. Everything's terrible. No, not yet. I will persevere. All right. So these are the Titans upon whose shoulders rests the heart of Markness. You owe them your lives. A laurel and hearty handshake going out to Canergarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, 
Mark, Other David, Bonzo Billy, and Mimo. Bless your hearts, each and every one of you. Thank you for making my life better. What more can I say? Other than, Don't you want somebody to love? Which is what I'm going to play now. A good song. An upbeat song. From Jefferson Starship, May 25th, 1975. Yay! Kermit the Frog wavy arms on that one. Somebody to love, everybody. Enjoy it.
There you have it. There you have it. Jefferson Starship, 1975, May 25th. Where, Mark? You never said where. Did I not say where? Long Beach Arena. They were going to play at another place, but I guess... Uh... Oh, the police chief, the Ed Davis, who was a corrupt LAPD police chief. What? Corruption in the LAPD? No, no, no. That doesn't happen. Uh, they were going to play Griffith Park, but uh, he pulled the permit and they had to find another place to play. And Long Beach Arena is that place. Sounds great. I love the way that Millard was able to capture that bass. Goddamn. And also props to the bass sound guy, because that bass must have sound dope when you were there, because if it didn't, he wouldn't have been able to capture it. All right. Ura buddy. We're done. This Thursday, I have the 100th episode of The Heart of Markness, and uh, I think it's going to be like a best of. And by best of, I mean the things that I like the best. Not you guys. (laughs) That's not true. I just don't really have a list of things that you guys, I have the most popular episodes. But I'm going to probably play my favorite songs from my favorite episodes, because that by definition would be some of my favorite Zeppelin shows. Um, and maybe a listening party if I can put that together. Uh, probably not. But thank you guys. I hope you're having a good weekend or weekday or whenever you're listening to this because you don't have to listen to this in real time because it's out there forever, ever, 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 ever on the internet. So uh, thank you very much. I love doing this. I love you listening and I love it that no matter what recording or band I cover, somebody out there in the world is delighted to discover it. And that warms my heart. So thank you, St. Michael Millard for taping this show and so many others. Thank you to the gems tape group for being the curators of the Michael Millard collection and digitizing and restoring and putting this out there for free as I do for free evangelism. All right, guys, Be good to yourselves and each other, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.